Welcome to the My Boutique Business Podcast, where we discuss the links between building a strong and thriving family, marriage, and business. We are your hosts, Tom and Mikkel Weeks. Hello, hello, and welcome to our first episode of this awesome podcast. Thomas? We don't don't know it's awesome yet. Well, I think it's awesome. (laughs) Okay. It's going to be awesome. Might not be today, but it will be eventually. This is something we have been working on for quite some time, and our little fears and doubts, just, um, you know, we're all human. They kind of creep in and creep out, and we're just jumping in and... Have you been afraid, though? Have you been afraid to do this? No. Yes. Yes and no. I have. In a way. I don't think I've been afraid. I just think initially doing this is kind of awkward. But even though you and I talk all the time together, <laughs> I was gonna say. so it's just like we're having a conversation, but it's I think it's the microphone uh, that's in between us just puts <laughs> a different spin in your brain. But I'm envisioning, like in my head, I mean, as cute as you are to look at, I'm envisioning us when we do our Facebook Lives. and So my head people. is a Facebook screen? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's just the vision I have. That's why I, I'm i not nervous. I feel completely comfortable. I don't know about confidence. I think that is something that will grow over time because it takes practice. Yes, it does. Anyhow, so we are going to start our first episode off with a story. Well, should we introduce a little bit about kind of the premise of this podcast? I mean, we have it in the introduction that we, we, do. we want to talk about the the links the connecting pieces between building growing creating a strong thriving family family. and marriage and business and business because most people who are initially listening to this are business owners and but you still also have families you still also have marriages for most of you and there are are definite links between the three so huge 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 we are on eight years going on being entrepreneurs and business owners well we've been longer than that but our own we've dabbled throughout our that's true we've we've done it throughout our 20-year marriage but that's true the last eight years have been the biggest so we were just learning we were We're like little baby steps yep now i feel like we're (laughs) grown-ups i'm still a teenager yeah (laughs) Anyhow, so we were sitting at Olive Garden deciding on how we were going to introduce this podcast and coming up with our line and kind of tagline and thing like that, our message. So it is crisp and clear and you guys understand what we are about and what this podcast is going to be about. And as we were sitting there across the table from each other, deeply looking into your beautiful blue eyes, he shared a really funny story with me and... He wanted to use it in this introduction, and I was—I'm excited. You guys are gonna love it. Do you want to start it off? Oh, sure. Okay. So the reason why I wanted to, or why I thought of this story, this experience that I had, is because becoming an entrepreneur, a business owner, you have this great idea, and often we just kind of jump in and get going with it. We're excited. Uh, we're very giddy. That's and, so me. Oh, I know. <laughs> and we don't initially understand or know all the components that go into it. And so the outcome might be a little different than what we initially thought. So, any. It's not the case for this podcast. I know it all. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. Great. That's that's what we need. So, comforting, isn't it? That is very comforting. <laughs> I feel better already. So, when I was 
10 years old, my family moved from a small town in Idaho to an even smaller town in Washington State, a small logging town. Our town, its real claim to fame is the fact that it rains 120 inches of rain a year. So yeah, that's like 10 feet. But uh, warm or cold, its that's the only way to tell the seasons apart is whether the rain was warm or cold. Oh, I guess, and for you Twilight fans out there, the town that I lived in was Forks, Washington. So uh, just to throw that out there. Right after we moved in to our house, we, my brothers and I started to go exploring and I found this entrance into our back, our, well, well, what became our backyard was thick, thick rainforest. And we initially couldn't find a way into the trees because of the bushes and everything. And the trees had grown, I mean, completely to the ground. It was just a big old canopy. It was, it was fun. And I found a way in and I was waiting for my older brother and my little brother to join me. And while I was exploring and waiting, I saw on the ground, so that as you go in, there's a nice little dirt path, you know, where a number of other people and animals and, and Bigfoot and vampires, whatever you want, they, <laughs> where they traveled through there as well. But just off the path, there's thick, like, shag carpet moss that just covers all the ground. And... I bet that was fun to walk on. It, it was very cushy. And yeah. yeah. And so, and that's why I first started playing with it. I'm like, this is awesome. And as I, there was this bump on the ground and so I just started to mess with the the moss and lift it up and realized that there was a, an old a rock under there there underneath there and it just started to the moss grew over it but it was so thick I mean it was like an inch and a half two inches thick of moss and but you could lift it up in just big sheets and all of a sudden the idea hit me that this would be awesome for me to hide under the moss and wait for my brothers to come in and for me to jump up and scare them <laughs> great idea and for, when, for your 10 year old boy yes it was a fantastic idea and as i started to lift up the moss and i now granted i did check because i didn't want like bugs and stuff all over me so but on the ground there were no worms the ground was underneath the moss was completely clean and so i thought this is great so i pulled up this big huge sheet of moss and i climbed underneath it and i'm laying underneath the moss and trying really hard not to laugh and giggle because I could hear my brothers, well, I could hear my older brother yelling at into the house at my little brother to hurry up. <laughs> and I just keep telling myself that I got to be quiet, that I can't laugh and ruin it. Well, as I'm sitting there waiting, and it seemed like it's taking forever for him to come, I felt something drop on the side of my face. And I just thought maybe it was some dirt or something that was on the bottom of the moss, but then it moved and I was like, oh, no. oh okay, well, just just one little bug. It's no big deal. And then after that, it just little by little kept filling more and more. And some were rather big. One that hit my neck, <laughs> it started to climb down towards my shirt. Well, and you had hair back then. <laughs> no, I'm like Caillou, and I've been bald since I was four. You had hair. <laughs> yes, I had a lot of hair. And I had big afro. But that's a whole other story. Anyhow. So I could feel these bugs dropping all around me. So I started to clench all my body parts to not let bugs get in where they shouldn't be and things. <laughs> and I was committed, though, to staying under that moss until my brothers came. But they were taking forever. And so, but I stayed and waited. But then one, a big bug, um, a, like a millipede, centipede kind of a thing, dropped, came out of the moss, got onto my face and tried to go up my nose. Oh. And that was kind of about it. I, my, all of my skin was crawling at this point. 
and mentally I'd had enough and I couldn't take it anymore. And I burst up out of the moss, screaming and running towards the house. And my brothers, I passed my brothers just as they're about to enter into the forest. Where, and you, I, where you were hiding. Where I was hiding. They Dang. were almost there, but I couldn't take it anymore. Wait just a few more seconds. I couldn't take it, <laughs> take it anymore. And I'm running, screaming back to the house, and they have no idea what's going on. And by the time I had made it to the house, I was completely naked. <laughs> as I was running, I managed to get all of my clothes off and was trying to <laughs> shake my hair and, and everything to get all of the bugs off of me. And oh my, goodness. my brothers just, they looked back at me like I was crazy. They had no idea what was going on. And uh, <laughs> they, want, they probably want to know what was scaring you. <laughs> later I was and able to... why you took your clothes off. <laughs> I was, I was oh able to explain goodness. what had happened. But you might be wondering, how in the world does this relate to business? And well, it does. We, we walk into starting our businesses with a plan. We have a great idea and we get in there and everything looks to be in order. Like I said, I checked under the moss. I checked above the moss. I didn't see any bugs. Everything looked copacetic, and I was going to be great. This was going to be a great plan. It was going to be executed well. I knew my audience, and I was going to scare the bejesus out of them. (laughs) And anyhow, some bugs that I didn't see came along and made things a little more difficult, and I didn't quite go according to plan. And that's, you know, we have that in our businesses. It's, but you held on. You know, I did. You I did. stuck with it. I stuck with it. If I would have had a little bit more information, would have had some guidance, some other, somebody else who had been in the forest before and gave had a little bit of experience, I could have protected myself have, a little better. told you not to hide under the moss? Or I could. Because they have done that before. <laughs> or, or just cover completely up in, in, you know, rain gear or plastic bags or something so all the bugs don't get. That's but true. there there was... I could have gotten more insight, but we are able, you know, having the opportunity to reflect back and to see, understand that there's going to be bugs. There's going to be bugs in your business. There's going to be things that come up to make it frustrating, scary, feel uncomfortable. like uncomfortable, make you feel like your skin's crawling, but there's ways to get through it. And uh, you don't have to run around like a crazy person taking all your clothes off. Yeah, we don't want that. No. <laughs> we don't want that. So. That is my story for today. Such a good story. I love your stories. You guys, if you have been watching our Facebook Lives over the last, what, six, eight months, he's a, he tells great stories and you relate them to business. And I love the way you think. I don't think, I, I, I don't think I've told that many stories in our Facebook Lives. I've had some analogies and things that I've tied. but you have. No, I just love it. Oh, well, thank you. I love the way you think. So we wanted to share a little bit of how our online boutique got started. And so you have a little bit of background about us. And with that, it it really started trying to think how far back we want to go. But I'm also, I have a timer, Tom. We need a timer. (laughs) I have a timer, so I'm really trying to stick within our time frame. But with that said, I we had we still have four kids. They're just bigger now. But we had four kids. Two were in school full time. One was getting ready to go to kindergarten, first grade, or something like that. Sometimes they were the bugs. I don't know. We just well, and we had just had a baby, so he was barely a year old. Yeah. When so. Well, he, he was a year old when we launched, but he was only months old when we started 
Yeah, but I'm going to back up a little bit further and let them know that when we started our boutique, you were doing school full time. Like you. Yeah. What 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 happened in our lives, how people would have reacted to it was is very different than how we reacted to it. And I think a lot of it stems down to our belief systems that we have in place and our belief systems in each other. And with that, Tom came, I I was cooking dinner and he came home from work. And at the time he had two jobs. He had a full-time job and he had a part-time job. Plus he went to school part-time. And with that, he came home from the full-time job and he walked in with the box and he says, well, Nikkel, they let me go. And we kind of knew it was going to happen because he worked for a mortgage um, broker, bank, or whatever you want to call it. (laughs) It was one of the largest mortgage companies in the country. It was. And with that, we kind of knew it was coming, but we weren't sure when and how. So it wasn't a huge blow to us in, in, in a way. And so... He said, you know, my second job, my part-time job, had been trying to call him throughout the day. He was a pharmacy tech, so he was kind of a floater and helped out when they needed him and and stuff like that. And so he just thought they needed him and wanted him to pick up extra hours or whatever. And he says, well, I'm going to give the pharmacy a call. He headed upstairs, and I said, well, dinner will be ready in about, you know, 10 minutes or whatever. And I didn't see him come back down. So I went upstairs. He was sitting on our bed. Well, his your legs were down on the floor. You had sat on the edge of the bed and you were laying on your back with your arms out. And I was going, oh my gosh, is he sleeping? So I went in there and I said, hey, I said, did you call the pharmacy? You able to pick up some hours until we figure out what's going on? And he, he sat up and I sat next to him on the bed. Do you remember this? I remember this, well, there's some corrections that I need to make. <laughs> uh, yes, I had been in the mortgage industry for 10 years. And so this was 2010 when this happened. Yes. So we had gone through the crash. I had already started school prior to that. And I was thinking about going into pharmaceutical sales. And that's why I had picked up the part-time job at the pharmacy was to be able to just gain some experience around drugs because I wanted to be a drug dealer. But... <laughs> The pharmacy hadn't been calling me, but they were always trying to get me to pick up more hours. And with I thought she had been calling me. No, she hadn't been calling me. She just called right after I got home and after I told you. And I thought, well, great. She probably just wanted to talk or wanted me to see if I could pick up some other shifts. Yeah. Well, the conversation went completely different than what I had anticipated. She informed me that they had sold the pharmacy and that all of the, the new floaters, which were me and one other girl, were being let go of. And this company, the bigger company that bought them, was going to be bringing in some of their own people. I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. So in less than four hours, I lost two jobs. And I... You had a family to feed. (laughs) Yes. When Nikkel came in, I, I told her what had just happened, the news about the pharmacy. And before she came up, I would just say, you know, I knew that something bigger had to be at work because mm-hmm. the timing to lose two jobs within and, hours and is... And they, like, they weren't even affiliated with Well, each no, other. not even close. Yeah. So we knew something bigger. You know, God's hand was definitely at play. It, and I guess to give a little more supporting or a little more backup information was that semester, that spring semester, I had applied 
for a scholar program. It's kind of like an honors college, but they the emphasis of the program is to do, basically it's like taking AP classes in high school. So I was working towards getting into graduate school. And so we were basically were being put to task and doing graduate level research in our undergraduate, finishing our undergraduate degrees. And I had just gotten that. And the one thing at the induction ceremony that we went to, the the cohort that was going out, the one thing that they kept talking about was all the time that the program takes, how much time is dedicated to it. And so that was one thing that we were then starting to look at was the amount of time that was going to go into that as well. So all these things kind of uh, converged. And then we lost the two the two jobs. Yeah, but you remember we we looked at each other when you gave me that information and we looked at each other and we literally, you guys, we literally gave each other a high five. It was like this instantaneously instantaneously thank you (laughs) we just knew we knew and we both looked at each other and we're like oh my gosh the lord has something pretty awesome in store for us we didn't know what it was had no clue what it was and i left the high five thing to you because you like telling that part so i just i like the high five. i know you like the high five part and i (laughs) and i that's why but you were the one who instigated the high five well I'm usually, I think for, I I don't know, I grew up in a home where optimism wasn't really the number one thing. No. And so that is something I picked up and learned from you, is not everything is pessimistic and Debbie Downer and this and that. that there are Yeah, there are opportunities that sometimes are placed in our path not by our choices, but by other people's choices. And so we looked at that as an opportunity of, oh my gosh, okay, where do we go from here? Not, because you could, we totally could have taken it the other way. You oh, know, yeah. that's the thing is that you have choices. Right. So we totally could have taken it the other way. But the fact that we didn't, that we looked at each other, we had that belief system in each other, and we were able to get through that hard time of moving forward and the unknown well you know but knowing that we were doing what we were supposed to be doing but still having that fear of pressing forward here i am creating you guys here i am creating an online boutique where people aren't buying from people like that's like kind of unheard of it's kind of uh you people were selling on ebay people you know, like Amazon wasn't even big back then. eBay, eBay was definitely... eBay, eBay was the big one. Yeah. It was kind of the big cheese. But at the same time, as I'm creating and moving forward in the steps that I'm literally being led to do and just figuring it out along the way, with that said, I, I my faith was so tested. You remember, I'd be good for like, I don't know, a month or so, and then... And then I'd get online and Google and kind of see kind of wherever. Because the best thing I knew was to follow those who were successful. And as I started Googling these modest clothing businesses that I saw in my eyes as a success, I was able to see them close their doors because of the housing industry and and the more you know stock market crash all of that just going downhill and that really shook my faith i was going oh oh where do i go from here (laughs) like 
who do I look for and who do I look to for success? How do I, how do I follow that? And who do I follow if the people I envisioned and saw as success in, in my eyes were closing their doors because they were having to claim bankruptcy or they didn't have access to their, you know, their, their credit lines to keep their businesses going because they, they ran out of capital. And for that reason, my faith was really shaken. But at the same time, Tom just kept telling me, he says, you need to go back and you need to remember how you felt when you prayed. And so I had to fall back on that feeling over and over again, going, I know this is what we're supposed to do. I know this is what we're supposed to do. So six years later, through a lot of um, good times and a lot of hard work, you guys, it takes a lot of hard, hard work. There is no easy button. Consistent hard it is. work. It is. It's consistency. I mean, it's just like watching a baby learn how to to walk. It's like they, they keep falling and you keep falling, but they keep getting up because they're so persistent. They're like, I've got to do this. Okay. If we're going to talk about this, we've got to talk about babies. So people talk about when babies learning to walk, but you, they miss an important step. The big step, and this is for all you new business owners out there, the most important step is for a baby to learn how to stand. Yes. That's when they spend the most time falling down. They get, and, but they don't give up. If you look at the sheer determination of a little one just to get up time and time again as they're trying to learn how to mm-hmm. stand on their own, that's where you're at. You know, it takes time to get that balance, to get that knowledge, to get your equilibrium before you're able to take off walking. The walking part comes fairly natural, but that sheer determination to stand on your own. And that's really your, well, it could vary for everybody, depending on it's the your foundation. It, but that's, that's really your first year. Yeah. Really, when you think about it. Yeah, you're learning to stand. You're building yeah. that foundation and doing those things, understanding the things you need to do to be able yeah. to prepare you to walk, to run, to, yeah. to move. Yeah. And, and with all that, we learned a lot our first year, but going into our second year um, kind of threw me back. We had a, a 600% growth in our second year, which um, honestly, guys, I didn't know that I could control my growth, but you can. <laughs> But at the time, I didn't know that. And so going into our third year, I did it again. And we hit another benchmark and did another 600% growth right after that. So doing it two years in a row, we were still running it out of our house. We did not move it into an office space until three three and a half years of running it from our home. You guys, we didn't have a big home. It really wasn't a home. It was, it was a place that we just kind of slept and ate because it was all business around us. And we can get into details and pictures and things like that later when it comes to... Yes, we're going to show you pictures here on the podcast. No, but we'll share them on our social media. Oh, okay. We well, have just... been already. But the thing is, is that to start an online boutique, you don't need to have this huge house. You don't. And... I don't think anybody's thinking they have to have... Well, I don't know. Some people... Have that well, but I think that envision in their head that I've got to have that space where I can close the door and right. have it be safe, and that wasn't the case. Right, we didn't have that. I was. I think you're what you. Yeah, what you. The point you're trying to make is small and simple means. It doesn't take a whole lot. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. And then hitting seven figures going into our fourth year, you guys. I didn't keep track of our numbers. To be honest with you, that was Tom. That was all Tom. And it wasn't until we sold the business 
after six years of running, creating, developing, basically our business into a brand. So we were starting to really get into the branding into our six years is when we sold. And that is a whole nother podcast, you guys. We're already like 30 minutes into this, but I wanted to let you know that that'll be something that you'll learn more about us as we kind of dig deeper into uh, the tail end of our business and the reasons why we sold. It wasn't just one, you know, there was one that was a bigger impact on some of the other things, but we all have chapters in our lives and that was one that we we knew um we just we needed to we needed to sell we didn't know that we were supposed to do what we're doing now you guys we literally had no idea so when we sold the business we had no plan it was just like when tom lost his two jobs we had no plan so again I feel like we were put back in this position of, okay, we're going to go back and we're going to pray. We're going to trust the Lord and have him guide us in what we are supposed to do. And I know, I know without a shadow of a doubt that this is something that Tom and I are supposed to be doing right here and now at this, at this time in our lives. And it's more than just it's more than just running a business because your business does become a part of your family but at the same time we we have been down that road and we know the sacrifices that people are making to have these businesses and to get them up off the ground your whys are your drive your whys are your drive your whys are so extremely important so important and we're excited to dig deeper into that and to help you guys discover your whys because if you don't have a good why it makes it hard so hard to push through the hard stuff if you think the the first month or the first three months or even weeks are hard you you haven't even scratched the surface is there anything else you wanted to say? I mean, we'll talk a lot about the business and, and how it links to marriage and raising a family. And I mean, well, that was that was one thing that I wanted that I was going to make mention when you're talking about selling the business, that there were definitely links to all three of those that were led into that decision, the, the decision. Yeah. And, you know, it's well, it's. It's like selling, a, I don't want to say selling a family member, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, 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 we're strong believers in slavery no, no. and selling people. No, 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 no. But the thing is, is it's like, I don't even want to say selling a pet because I've never sold a pet either. But it is. Your business becomes part of the family. Well. Because it does take time to create and develop and. And so on. The business definitely becomes a part of you, the, the, yes. the, the primary person, because it becomes an extension of, of who you are. And unfortunately, most people tie their self-worth to it. Yes. Because that's where they're putting their time and their energy and the sacrifices with their family, things like that. So their identity or their self-worth becomes tied to the business. And so if the business is doing well, they feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm. If the business business isn't doing well, they feel bad about themselves. And but it's not. It's a story that we like to construct in our head, but yeah. it's not true. And that's one thing that 
we'll, we're going to we'll, touch base. We'll on dig a, into. We're going to touch base on a lot of things, you guys. A lot of things. We're mindset and you know being a mom and wearing all those different hats and and balance. <laughs> oh my goodness! I would get so many people asking me, "How do you do it all?" Well, yeah, I don't do it all. You know, really go look in the inside of my car. Okay, or if you want, like come to my house. If you really want to see how I do it all, I, I don't do it all. Okay, so that that's just it's crazy. The perception that people see from the outside and not really looking in with a clear vision. But it's just a different perspective. They it's mm-hmm. easy to see, you know, when it looks kinda like a glass house, you know, it's to look from the outside and think you know what's going on, but to be on the inside to really know how hot and sticky or or what's actually happening on the inside is a completely different story. Well, and how much sleep you actually got the night before yeah. and But this is like yeah. th- this is the whole reason why we started with, with the story. There's a lot of bugs yep. that that uh, that you don't necessarily see when you're starting the business, and they're going to find their way out. But <laughs> but you can do it, and we've been there, and we survived, and we thrived through it. We did, and, and we built a strong business. You guys, my business is still standing. Here it is, you know, eight years later since I built it and created it, and it is still standing. It, it's not going to be ran the way I ran it because it's not me who's running it, and her why is different from mine, and that's okay. But what makes me happy is that. I built something that helped me and my family when we needed it. But at the same time, guys, if you're not learning stuff about yourself by running your business, you need to take a step back because your business is going to teach you stuff about yourself. I learned so much about myself. It wasn't even funny. The good and the bad and the ugly, it was all there. (laughs) But at the same time, I look back and go, I, I didn't build it alone. I had support from above and I had help from above, but I had a lot of support here in the surrounding areas and the human beings that lived with me day in and day out. Whether I felt like a good mom or you know a good wife, that's the whole point, is that's really what our podcast is about, is to help you become the best that you can be and catch yourself in these thinking patterns that we sometimes don't catch ourselves in and we create these stories with ourselves and like tom said you know we touch our self-worth to our business guys i did that too that's the thing is if you're you don't know what we're talking about that's okay we're stick around yeah we're here to help you there's there's lots of red flags in in your business um that are going to come and they're going to go and or you're not going to see them but we want to help you be aware of them when they do come and so that's that is our sole purpose of of my boutique business and this podcast. You know, we're glad to be here on this journey with you, and hope that we just uh, are able to provide a a good voice of experience. And our whole hope and desire is to strive to be that guide. We want to be your Jiminy Cricket. We want to <laughs> reach through the microphone and. Well, he's bald, but he wears a top hat, doesn't he? <laughs> Do you want me to start wearing a top hat? No. Oh, okay. But I could be Tinkerbell. However, I have thought about wearing a monocle, though. I, but that's <laughs> anyhow, that's another story. But we want to be that that guide, that voice of experience, and to help you through. That's the whole purpose of this. And we appreciate you being here with us and taking the time to listen. And we look forward to 
talking to you again next week. Have a great day, you guys. Bye. Bye.